another podcast sponsored by DFS Prime Lineups who continues to strive to be the best in the daily fantasy sports world. Please give our podcast a review and visit our site at www.dfsprimelineups.com and view all of our offerings. From daily cheat sheets to daily, weekly, or monthly prime picks for DraftKings or lineups for FanDuel. Take 10% off now with the promo code PRIME10. Now, let's get started with today's podcast and please be aware of the date and time it was posted as there can always be significant breaking news that can impact opinions and strategy. We're back for Brian's All Man GPP podcast. We're on part two of episode one. I do apologize. I went over the time limit. So that's why it stopped in the first episode. We will, we will not go over the time limit this time. We'll definitely be under the time limit. Let's keep going with these MMA picks and the sample lineup I'm about to bring. Um, so Shane Burgos and Maquan Amir Khani. Says Burgos, you name his decision. 9,300 DraftKings. I wouldn't roster Shane Burgos. I mean, let's see. Does this would it even go my build? I mean, seventy nine hundred remaining. That's what I want to pick. Jeremiah. Uh, let me go. Ahead. I mean, it could work, but I'm still not even done picking who I want to pick. So. I mean, that could be a sample lineup, but I'm not even done with what I want to do. So, get into that later. Shane Burgos, I mean, he's going to win this clearly. Um, I want to roster him at 9,300, though. 97 against Swanson. 99 against Hollabaugh. Pepe, 116. Rosa, 94. Tratter, 88. He only had one loss against Qatar. Uh, But Shane Burgos is going to win. Clearly. All right, so we got Corey Anderson, 7,200 um, on DraftKings against Johnny Walker, who is 9,000 on DraftKings. Johnny Walker is 17 and 3, while Chase, I mean, sorry, Corey Anderson is 13 and 4. And they have the fight here. Uh, Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker. Uh, it says Corey Anderson claimed victory on the Ultimate Fighter with three straight decisions in the house and a 61 finish of Matt Van Buren at the finale. Soon had four and four patch. Benders the case of Saturday on the heels of three dominant victories. Overtime will give up three inches of reach to the Brazilian. Johnny Walker emerged from Contender Series Brazil to establish himself as a UFC contender with three bonus first-round knockouts in less than three minutes combined. That's very impressive. His most recent efforts saw him flatten Misha Kirikov with a flying knee in 36 seconds and injure his shoulder during the victory dance. I do remember that. 14 of his professional wins, including seven of his last nine, have come via technical knockout. I picked against John Walker in all three of his UFC fights today, and the infuriating part is that neither Justin Led nor Kirikov got used to the parts of their games that I thought Walker would struggle with. We still have no idea how Walker will deal with strong wrestling or crisp boxing, besides just knocking out his opponents before they have a chance to use it. Anderson's takedowns and pace slowly uh, slot nicely into the remaining unknowns of Walker's game. He is also, unfortunately, has a habit of getting sparked out of nowhere, which Walker does with disturbing regularity. 
it's pretty clear uh walker uh wins first tko and i think he's going to score more than shane burgos um i actually did see that fight against misha kirkanoff and i did have johnny walker in that lineup so and what did he get for that again 102, 104, 105. I mean, this guy's a PPR machine. Going with some Johnny Walker right here. You know what I'm saying? A Johnny Walker on the rocks. That sound weird. Uh, picking him. Rather have him than Shane Burgos. Price, so. All right, next up we got, next fight we got, Gregor Gillespie and Kevin Lee. Gregor Gillespie is 13 and 0, 9100. Kevin Lee is 17 and 5 at 7100. <sighs> Gregor Gillespie has an average of 125.3 fighting points per fight, which is the most on this whole card. Kevin Lee is 85.3 fighting points per card. Kevin Lee does have some very impressive Wins as well. Okay, so my guys at MMA Mania don't have the hookup for me for that fight, which is okay because I still have some other sources. All right, let's see. Gregor Gillespie is minus 147, and Kevin Lee is plus 150. So you do have it as a close. Fight. Uh, this is Kamikaze Draw Overdrive. Nuts. Uh, MA predictions. You got staff pick Bleacher Report. Here we go. Gregor Gillespie and Kevin Lee. Hmm. I think this is going to be a PPR. I think this fight you can stack in cash. Probably this in the main events. These are two fights you would stack in cash. Everyone's got Gregor Gillespie winning this. Um, hmm. Let's see here. We're we're still gonna we're still gonna work. Still gonna work here. Shane Burgos I don't need that. Let's see here. We're gonna still keep rocking, we're still looking. Make sure we give you guys the right picks. Because this fight right now, it's going to main event time. You know, with the uh, the main card, Gregor Gillespie. Let's see here. Alright. Okay, so we got something. Alright, so most of my sources have Gillespie winning. Um, this one has Kevin Lee 
is a good parlay pick. But DraftKings, this is DraftKings, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm going my gut here. I'm going with Gregor Gillespie. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with uh Gregor Gillespie here. Some Gregor Gillespie. Alright. So Derek Lewis is the next fight. He's versing Blagoy Anoff. Blagoy Anoff is eight two hundred on DraftKings. Derek Lewis is eight thousand on DraftKings. Einoff is eighteen two and Derek Lewis is twenty one and seven. Um let's see. You see these main event fights you know, because I don't have everything in front of me. Good. You, this point, you kind of have to go with. Um. Here we go. Bleacher Report. Hmm. Very mixed. Derek Lewis. Even off. Okay. Okay. I think we got some here. Um. All right. Derek Lewis had four fantasy points against Dos Santos. Two against Daniel Cormier. He beat Naganu, but 40. That was a decision. Volkov beat him 80. Tabura, 91. Hunt lost. Brown, 103. From a PPR standpoint, I would fade this fight. Uh, Einoff, 87. Against Tuvasa, Rothwell, 66. Everyone's beating Ben Rothwell. This guy's terrible. And Dos Santos, 26 in a loss. Um, What they have here, they got... Ivanov is a very, very good fighter. You can be all the fan favorite you want to be, but if you aren't ready to handle Ivanov's world-class grappling, you're going to have a long day, especially when you have a suspect cardio. As Lewis does, Lewis is tough and hits hard. Same so in the UFC. He has a hell of a good quote, but Ivanov will show why he's a legit challenger. Lewis has lost two fights in a row, but that came against Daniel Cormier and Junior Dos Santos, so there's really no shame in that. Einoff is coming off his best win against Tai Tusava, and lots of people would love to have him death heavyweight division. But Lewis is basically already a death division, crafty, explosive finisher. So Derek Lewis fights, so basically any outcomes on table. I don't know. The impression they, they're giving me is Derek Lewis is a gas can. And, again, I would fade this fight. But if I had to pick... I'm going to go with Ayanov for sure. I think he's the younger guy, and I think he's more uh, agile. I mean, they're, they're priced decent, A200, 8000 You know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd pick Ayanov, though. I'd, I'd go with Ayanov. All right, so next fight, the third fight on the main card. So we're getting close to the main event. All right, is... um. Steven Thompson is 14 4, 8,500 in DraftKings. Vicente Luque is 7,700 in DraftKings. 17 6. Vicente Luque is a PPR machine, 94.1 average. Win against Perry. Krantz win. Barberina win. Turner win. LaPrice win. Price win. 72, 109, 145, 121, 107, 111. Lost against Edwards, 31. Muhammad, win. 105, Urbina, 106. Win, Herrera, win. 115. Okay. Uh, Thompson, he's the higher priced. 
24 loss, 15 till. Jorge Masvidal, who's on the uh, main card. (laughs) Um, He's the main event. Woodley lost. Darren Woodley, he lost again by just... Uh, I think disqualified, if I'm reading that right. McDonald Law, uh, one. Hendricks, he won. Ellenberger, he won. He hasn't won since... Man, this I mean, this guy hasn't won since 2017, 2016. I, I don't know. I don't have any confidence in Stephen Thompson. I don't know anything about Stephen Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. I'm going to go up. Vincente Luque. Luque, TK, oh, Brown, one. These guys have Thompson unanimous decision. <sighs> I got Vicente Luque winning this, man. I mean, this the Bleacher Report's first common commentator here has it right. This blooms off the Wonder Boy Rose. Thompson was has one winless in four of his last five, dating back to 2016. Like I said, that could be a function of more than circumstances. Age is 36. He's persistent in serious knee injuries and his recently unwillingness to pull a trigger in live action are all concerning. Lucas hyper aggression could play in Thompson's favor. But you know what else? It also might not. Sound the upset alarms. So Thompson is the vet. He probably is in the spawn the main card because of his name. But Vicente Luque is going to walk all over this guy. I think now I've made it clear from my eyes that he's the value play of this whole card. So he's your cheap play right there. Vicente Luque, roster him. So we're going to go with Vicente Luque later on in the card. But, um... Yeah, Vicente Luque wins TKO first round, no doubt. All right, so we got the co-main event now. Darren Till, 17-2, 7,000 on DraftKings against Kelvin Gestalem, 16-4. He's 9,200. Kelvin Gestalem is 9,200. He has 80.5 fighting points per fight, while Darren Till is 55.2. Now you gotta think about this. The pricing is ninety two hundred, okay. And you got a guy like Gregor Gillespie, who's a hundred dollars less than him, and has one point five times more than fighting points per fight. Okay, that's something to think about. Now we're going for winners, obviously, but when we're gonna make this lineup, I mean. You, you can't. You, this is a fight you have to fade again. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I don't even care about this fight. If you want to be completely honest, but if I had to pick, from what I'm seeing here, uh, they got Gastelum by unanimous decision. But I mean, let's face it. Even if he gets the decision, he's only gonna get you. The most he's had is 126 DraftKings points in 2017. He had a 107 against Michael Bisping. And every other is less than 100. He had 111 against in 2015. I don't even know if DraftKings was around that time. It might have been in the early stages. Fade this fight, but Gastelum's going to win for betting purposes. So go Gastelum. Um, that's, he's going to beat Darren Till. But fade this fight, please. For love of God. <laughs> 
the main event. Here we go. This is what I've been waiting for. Finally, Jorge Masvidal, 73.4 fighting points per fight, 34 and 13, 8800 salary against Nate Diaz, 7400 dollars on DraftKings, 77 fighting points per fight with a 21 and 11 win loss record. All right. Um man. Oh man, I am excited about this fight, man. All right, so let's go let's go in this real quick. Um Pettis, I was there for that well, I mean, I was at the bar watching that fight live. Man, I liked seeing the return of Nate Diaz after 3 years. Kicking the crap out of Pettis was fun. He had 119 fantasy points for that, and I had him blocked in every line. Conor McGregor, he lost a second time by decision. He's still at 88. Very impressive. He beat McGregor the first time at 117. Um, Johnson, 2015, won 107. Dos Anjos was 2014, 7. Only 7 points. Manyard in 2013, hit 107. Lost, lost 106, and then 149 against Daniel Cerrone. Okay, so that's Nate Diaz. Jorge Masvidal, 102 against Ben Askren. Ben Askren's terrible. Till, again, we just talked about Till. He is garbage. You know what I'm saying? He's garbage. Not that impressive. 103. Thompson, 21. Damian Maya, lost, 20. Daniel Cerrone, who's also terrible, 119. Ellenberger, terrible, 112. Pearson, 102. I mean, the Ben Askren, I know he beat him in, what was it, like 13 seconds or something? I mean, Ben Askren is terrible. But Nate Diaz is not Ben Askren, man. I mean, come on. Jorge Masvidal, I think, I think the problem is this fight may have gone to his head a little bit. I mean, <sighs> I think Nate Diaz is going to win. Um, One guy has Masvidal. Blow the pump and pomp and circumstance. These are two well-rounded and, and orderly tough fighters who are arguably in the best stretches of their pro careers. This is why you lace them up and this is why you fork over for pay-reviews. I'll be fortunate enough to be at the floor level in Madison Square Garden for this one. See you there. Okay, he got Masvidal winning by unanimous decision. Now, this person has my eyes gravitate towards Masvidal because he's a fluent enough striker and hard enough puncher who should be able to get the better of action when Diaz inevitably pressures him. My heart tells me that sometimes eyes can be wrong and that I shouldn't pick against Diaz in a fight where some call the BMF title is on the line. To me, Diaz is the original BMF gangster. I agree on that, and I think he proves it once and for all against Masvidal in a war that ends with both fighters bloody and spent. Diaz split decision. The baddest of the bad, two fistic fight gods, and about that promises to be one of the most frantic spectacles in modern UFC history. These two men never disappoint in front of the president, and even The Rock himself, they will take stake their claim on the only title that ever mattered in the world of combat sports. May the baddest man win. Diaz submission round four. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I have never faded Nate Diaz in a card. Never. I've made multiple lineups. And I'm a big fan of Nate Diaz just because of his attitude, 
his his talk to talk, walk the walk style, and just the entertainment value he brings, and just the realness he gives out, and I could just highly relate to him. Um, and he is probably the second value pick I would pick on this card. I'm going with Nate Diaz for the win, and I'm gonna pick him for submission because he is a submission god. So Nate Diaz. So my DraftKings picks. Recap them real quick, and we're going to make an easy lineup, okay? Nate Diaz, Kevin Gaston, fade that fight. Vicente Luque, uh, Ivanov, Recision, Gregor Gillespie, knockout. Johnny Walker, knockout. Uh, Burgos, decision. Shabazian, knockout. Rosenstruck, knockout. Uh, Jennifer Maya. Decision, fading it. Uh, Lyman Good, decision, fading it. And Duwadu, uh, decision. So now we're going to construct the lineup. And this lineup is going to be very easy based on the picks that you've heard and based on the picks that I'm going to pick. So we are going to go from the bottom down, okay? Actually, no, we're going to start with ATS. Vicente Luque. <sighs> Gonna go with Sebazian. Go with Rosenstruck. We're gonna go with Greg Gillespie. Hmm. You might actually have to not pick Diaz. Um. Kind of tough. Hmm. Let's see. Change it to salary. Hmm. Oh, man. They, uh. Oh, man. There you go. See? They kind of made this interesting now. Hmm. Alright, so kind of in a little pickle here. But so far I got Nate Diaz, Vicente Lucas, Shabazian, Rosenstruck, Gillespie. Uh Hakeem Duadu. Yeah, let's go with that. So that's my lineup right here. Nate Diaz, Vicente Luque, Edmund Shabazian. Herzino, Rosenstruck, Gregor Gillespie, and Hakeem Dewadu. And honestly, if you want to, you could probably alternate a little bit. You could probably get rid of Hakeem Dewadu, right? Add Johnny Walker, and then you would get rid of Nate Diaz. And you could probably... Sneaky put in Americani. I mean, probably do that. It's like a sneaky player. Till's garbage. I mean, Kevin Lee. If you want to be, maybe not Kevin Lee. Chase Anderson. I mean, Corey Anderson. I keep screwing his name up. 
Corey Anderson. Probably sneak him in there. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I think I like the original one a lot better. So, uh, get rid of Johnny Walker. But you would replace Walker with Gillespie, but I wouldn't I wouldn't fake Gillespie. I mean, this guy's a PPR machine. Johnny Walker is also a PPR machine, but Christ. You can only fit so many people, you know? Nate Diaz. And... Hakeem Dewadu, yeah. It's a pretty, uh... I don't know, this might be a very, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It might be a very chalky lineup. Let's see what see what they said about Hakeem Dewadu again, real quick. Um... Actually, you know what? Mirakani, Burgos. Actually, Mirakani and Burgos. I don't know. I might change that pick. Let me see here. Let me just look at that. That that might be uh that might be a um. Yeah, Burgos is the pick. So, yeah, we'll stick with that lineup. Diaz, Luke, Eshabazi, and Rosentruck, Gillespie, Dewadu. And then if you want to be sneaky, you could probably switch Dewadu to Walker and then drop Nate Diaz to Amir Khani because he's supposed to be a big underdog. So you guys can remember that. It's like I just gave you guys like two lineups technically for free. And honestly, that's going to be my final lineups. So really like that but that's all that i have for episode one guys hope you have a good one hour long episode <clears throat> two parts and name's brian v aka shooter fan 911 on dfs prime lineups.com mr oh man gpp master and i will see you there my god thanks for listening to another podcast sponsored by dfs prime lineups once again Please give our podcast a review and visit our site at www.dfsprimelineups.com and view all of our offerings. Take 10% off now with the promo code PRIME10. Good luck with your DFS pursuits.